Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. As we come together in great celebration of this feast of the great apostles Peter and Paul, we are minded at the beginning of our Mass, as always, of our own frailty and the need of God's grace, healing and forgiveness of our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my mistreated fault. Therefore I ask Blessed Mary and the Virgin for the angels and saints, and you do, my brothers and sisters, May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
solemnity of the apostles Peter and Paul give us the noble and holy joy of this day grant we pray that your church may in all things follow the teaching of those through whom she received the beginnings of right religion through our Lord Jesus Christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit God forever and ever A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. King Herod started persecuting certain members of the church. He beheaded James, the brother of John, and when he saw that this pleased the Jews, he decided to arrest Peter as well. This was during the days of unleavened bread, and he put Peter in prison, assigning four squads of false soldiers each to guard him in turns. Herod meant to try Peter in public after the end of Passover week. All the time Peter was under guard, the church prayed to God for him unremittingly. On the night before Herod was to try him, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers fastened with double chains while guards kept watch at the main entrance to the prison. Then suddenly the angel of the Lord stood there, and the cell was filled with light. He tapped Peter on the side and woke him. Get up, he said, hurry, and the chains fell from his hands. The angel then said, put on your belt and sandals. After he had done this, the angel next said, 
wrap your cloak around you and follow me. Peter followed him, but had no idea that what the angel did was all happening in reality. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed through two guards, two guard posts, one after the other, and reached the iron gate leading to the city. This opened of its own accord. They went through it and had walked the whole length of one street when suddenly the angel left him. It was only then that Peter came to himself. Now I know it is all true, he said. The Lord really did send his angel and has saved me from Herod and from all that the Jewish people was so certain would happen to me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. My life is already being poured away as a libation, and the time has come for me to be gone. I have fought the good fight to the end. I have run the race to the finish. 
I have kept the feast. All there is to come now is the crown of righteousness reserved for me, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not only to me, but to all those who have longed for his appearing. The Lord stood by me and gave me power, so that through me the whole message might be proclaimed for all the pagans to hear. And so I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from all evil attempts on me and bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory for ever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, some say he is John the Baptist, some Elijah and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he said, who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter spoke up, you are the Christ, he said, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a happy man, because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So I now say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We remember today Saints Peter and Paul, two great but very different martyrs who guided those first years of the early church. Peter, impetuous, 
telling Jesus he would lay down his life for him on Holy Thursday night, but later denied even know that he knew him. We also remember Peter's objection to Jesus' prediction that he would suffer and die in Jerusalem. Yet what made Peter a suitable candidate for Jesus' call was his love. So three times Jesus asked him to look after his flock. Saul, who became Paul, was a controversial character in his own way, a highly educated Pharisee with a fiery personality. In his early life, he channeled that fire towards persecuting the Christians in Jerusalem, even witnessing the death of Stephen. After his conversion, Paul's preaching remained fiery and often challenged the churches to understand that faith required a totally new relationship with God. In our Gospel, Simon, whose name will be changed here to Peter, sums up the central tenet of our Christian faith. Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Today, we take it for granted that Jesus is the Son of God. Yet think about how it was when the apostles were active in the world. While the Messiah was sought and longed for, few believed that Jesus was that person. Indeed, many who hoped he could be their Messiah became disappointed when he failed to live up to their messianic expectations. But Peter and Paul worked hard to pass on the faith. They didn't simply hand on a human understanding. No, they handed on something that wasn't from man at all. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father, says Jesus. What they received came from God himself, and they were not only open to that, but they were on fire, believing that they had to hand this truth on to others. They had to be the people that God called them to be, evangelists and leaders, people of faith in God. Of course, this doesn't mean that they were faultless. We know of Paul's past and Peter's denial. Yet together, the lives of Peter and Paul teach us what it is to be Christian. Both of them had weaknesses, both ordinary human individuals. But when they were filled with God's Spirit, and when they learned to trust and believe in the presence and power of Christ crucified, they became the pillars of our church. We can identify them. We too are weak, slow to grasp the message. We're slow to respond and, as we know all too well, we're rather too quick to disown Christ in our own little ways every day. But this is the church we belong to, a church of mercy because Christ himself welcomes us. Christ knows our limitations and yet he has faith in us too. He loves us despite our weaknesses. But we also have to learn from the example of the great apostles. We must learn from our mistakes and we must allow God to fill and guide our lives. May our response and recognition of God be worthy of Christ and of these great apostles. And may we too one day share in that saying of St. Paul in the second reading today, that we have fought the good fight that we have run the race to the finish, 
that we have kept the faith. And all there is to come now is the crown of righteousness. May Saints Peter and Paul pray and help us. Our prayers together. Oh, <laughs> 
and the bishops of the church, the successors of the apostolic church, that they may be guided and strengthened in their ministry to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer for all who proclaim the gospel. May we all have a share in the spreading of the gospel and be strengthened in our weakness, wheat in our witness. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. For peace, that all who profess to follow Christ may seek ways of justice, of peace, rather than conflict and war. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, inspired by the Holy Apostles, we bring before you all our prayers and petitions which we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. My sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, all the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of his holy church. May the prayer of the Apostles, O Lord, accompany the sacrificial gift that we present to your name for consecration, and may their intercession make us devoted to you in celebration of the sacrifice. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For by your providence, the blessed apostles Peter and Paul bring us joy. Peter, foremost in confessing the faith, Paul, its outstanding preacher. Peter, who established the early church from the remnant of Israel. Paul, master and teacher of the Gentiles that you call. And so each in a different way gathered together the one family of Christ and revered together throughout the world, they share one martyr's crown. And therefore with all the angels and saints we praise you as without end we acclaim. Merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to God, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, our bishops, and all those who holding to the Catholic to the truth, and on the Catholic and Apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants, and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, Graciously accept this oblation of our, sac our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, 
and commands that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the Blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the Just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, Command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us, who through this participation at the altar, receive the most holy body and blood of your Son, may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants, who have gone before us with the sign of faith, and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, 
the John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him. O Lord Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and The Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say. Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Offer one another the sign of peace. takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. 
Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Many say the word, and my soul shall be Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, who have been renewed by this sacrament, so to live in the Church, that, persevering in the breaking of the bread and in the teaching of the Apostles, we may be one heart and one soul, made steadfast in your love, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God.